Welcome to the Kid Men Podcast with Dr. Val and Dr. Virginia, where we talk about everything Kid Men. And pull back the curtain on some of the surprises and challenges in children's ministry that nobody prepares you for. I'm Dr. Val, and together we have over 45 years of experience in children's ministry. I'm Dr. Virginia. Valerie and I met over 10 years ago in our doctoral program at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We are excited to share with you all the great stuff that we have picked up over the years. We want to minister to you, the children's minister. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for being with us today. Dr. Virginia and I are excited to be talking together again. Yeah, absolutely. We are so glad to be here today. We um, are talking about just some practical tips and just some practical things. Um, specifically little things that we have seen make a big impact in our ministry. Um, And so these are just little things that you can think about and think about um, implementing or utilizing in your ministry um, that could help you be more effective with the volunteers and kids and families that you work with. I think sometimes we get so caught up in the busyness of our ministry because we Mm -hmm. do we're, I mean, we've talked about this multiple times Mm -hmm. Um, when you are serving in preschool and children's ministry, it's constant. You're Mm -hmm. going pretty much constantly all day, all the days of the week, all the months of the year, there's not really a break. And so I think we can get so caught up in the big picture and the busyness Mm -hmm. and the urgency of everything that we're doing that sometimes we can take for granted just these small little simple things Mm -hmm. that mean so very much to the families that we're ministering to. Absolutely. And so I'll just jump on in Um, (laughs) that um, one of the things um, that I try to do and I work with preschoolers. So this is not always easy. This is hard on my knees. Um, But anytime I am greeting a child, especially um, greeting a child for the first time, if this is the first time in their ministry um, or at the start of the morning, um, I do like to get down on eye level and talk to them at eye level. Um, I want to help kids feel welcome and comfortable in our ministries. Um, you know, I want them to feel valued and special and important. And so, you know, having an adult, not that we want to be or try to be like looming no, over them. We don't mean to be, but, but we having just naturally are. This feeling, yes, of this sort of adult looming over you. Yes. Um, it's much more welcoming to get down on that eye level. And so... Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I squat down or take a knee or sit on a chair. Um, yes. You know, if, if you're someone who maybe has a, a physical difficulty trying to get down, yes. you know, just sitting on a chair at the door to your room as kids are coming in and being, you know, dropped off, um, just that. being there and being ready to welcome them and greet them at their eye level. Yeah, I was going to mention that because over yeah. the years, especially as I've been sick for the last few years, it's a little harder mm-hmm. for me to get up and down. Mm-hmm. And so it's always kind of handy for me to have that little chair with me so that I can get down on their level a little easier and and not feel like I'm so assuming because I'm a tall person anyway. And so it can be overwhelming, especially for small kids when when bigger, big people are around and it's just, you know, so it's kind of nice to be able to, to be down on their level. And I quite honestly, one of my general rules that I would tell parents often, because I had a parent call me out on this one time, um, is that I tended to greet the children before I greeted the parents. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I did have, and I think I may have told the story before I did have a parent that one time said to me, you know, you're being very rude. You said you didn't say hello to me first. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I, I said, I am so glad that you are here. And, and I did not mean to offend you in any way, mm-hmm. but I am the preschool and children's minister. And so mm-hmm. the preschool and children are my priority and I want them to feel special. And so often, especially mm-hmm. preschoolers are standing there talking, you know, listening to their parents talk up here and nobody even really pays any attention or notices them or says anything to them. Mm -hmm. And so it was why I always really tried to make a point of getting down on their level and saying hello to them and then standing up and greeting the parent and saying what I have to say to the parent, just so that that child felt special. Yeah. So I think that that's a really important thing. I think that's why one of mine that I thought of when we were talking about this, I feel like is so important is sending birthday cards. Mm -hmm. And I know that that can be overwhelming and tedious. I really do totally understand that. Um, But, you know, kids so rarely now get mail Mm -hmm. and they do love to get mail. But again, along the lines of greeting them, making sure that we are showing them that they're important to us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that we're thinking of them on their birthdays, because you know, kids, they will very quickly tell you when their birthday is. They're very excited Mm -hmm. about their special day. And it means a lot to them. And so for us to keep, and so how I did it was I just kept an Excel spreadsheet of the kids and their birthdays by month. And Mm -hmm. I would just add to that as we had, you know, visitors and as we had, you know, people, I would add those in there to that Excel sheet. And I'm sure that there are lots of programs in mm-hmm. these church administrative programs now that can can set up the list for you and things too. Um, but for me, because we didn't have, I didn't always have that at, at every mm-hmm. church where I serve. So I just had that sheet that I kind of set up. Mm-hmm. And then I had on my calendar just a day every month that I would write out the cards for the month. And I would just put sticky notes on the dates to give to the ministry assistant and ask them to mail them on the dates that, you know, the sticky notes were marked. And um, that way I just, you know, I, I wasn't having to keep, I was always worried that if it was one certain week that I might get busy and, and miss somebody and I never mm-hmm. wanted to miss anybody. So doing mm-hmm. them ahead of time, right. when I had smaller ministries, I could almost do the whole year at one time, like take a day <laughs> and do the whole year and then just have right. them, you know, like in folders ready to go each month. But Mm -hmm. it's finding whatever's going to work for you Mm -hmm. best to be Mm -hmm. able to send out just a little note, a little Mm -hmm. card, you know, just to say happy birthday and to let them know you're thinking about them. And that's a great ministry, too, especially if you're in a larger church in a larger ministry where you've got, you know, dozens or hundreds of kids. Um, That's a great ministry for like senior adults um, who maybe aren't physically capable of serving with the children or the preschoolers anymore, but they still want to be involved. And so, you know, they may be happy to write cards or postcards or, or, you know, whatever it is and and help you with that. And so. So that's yeah. another great way to to involve, you know, senior adults mm-hmm. in your ministry and still have that go out, you know, even yeah. if you think, oh, I've got so many kids in my ministry, that would be, I don't know that I could do all that, mm-hmm. but enlisting help. Yeah. Yeah. The idea is letting the kids know that the church thinks that yes. they're special and that's, yes. the, that's the key. Yep. And so my next small thing that I feel like makes a big impact um, isn't always, you can't always necessarily do this, but whenever possible, if someone, um, if you're in conversation with a parent, a volunteer, a child, 
um, and they share something that they want you to pray for. They share a prayer request. If at all possible, stopping in that moment and just praying a brief prayer with them for that prayer request. And again, just like we're talking about how we're always so busy and it's always tyranny of the urgent. And we're always thinking oh, about the yeah. next classroom that we need to go check on or the next, you know, thing that we need to go copy. Um, mm -hmm. But to just take that moment just to stop and pray with someone in that moment. And, that, and I don't think people disbelieve us or don't think we're going to pray oh, for them no. in the future. Yeah. But there's something so special about taking that time to pray with them. Let them right. hear your heart through that prayer mm -hmm. for this, you know, whatever it is that they're concerned about right. um, and taking just a brief moment to pray with them in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Just to, to literally just, just mm -hmm. say, may, may I pray with you now about mm -hmm. that issue and just, mm -hmm. just jump right in. And I think that yeah. that's huge. I think again, that allows us the opportunity to really help ourselves slow down mm -hmm. and be present in our ministry so mm -hmm. that we aren't so focused on all the things that we have to do that we're constantly looking at the big picture and that we don't feel like that we're making connections or building relationships. Mm -hmm. And so really taking that moment, to stop right there and do that is really allowing yourself to be present in your mm -hmm. ministry. And it's just so impact, just such a small thing. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. It, it can right. be very short, but just that one little tiny thing can make such a big difference. Mm -hmm. I always like to try to send to you, if I have somebody that I know is struggling, like if I have a leader or a parent that we're really, you know, that I know they're going through a tough time. If I can take a minute to jot a little note to send them yeah. to say, Hey, I, you know, I was, appreciate you sharing with me on Sunday. And I just want to let you know, I was praying today for you and I just wanted to mm -hmm. encourage you. So if you have that ability to be able to do that, that's a great little additional. Thing or even just a text. I often think about it at times where I'm nowhere near a little thinking of you card, right. <laughs> but just, right. even just a little text be like, Hey, I prayed for you this morning or, oh, yeah. you know, Hey, we prayed for you this morning during staff meeting. Um, yeah just to let people know that, that we really are praying for them. Right. Mm -hmm. Just so that they know you're thinking about them outside mm -hmm. of that moment. Cause we often yeah. will say, I'll pray for you. And then we don't mention it to them again. And so it's, right. that, yeah, it's that nice thing. And another way that we can really make sure that we're building relationships and we're appreciating the moments of our ministry is to take time to personally thank people for serving. Mm -hmm. And I know that <laughs> I had the ability that my ministries were never so large that I couldn't just drop in on Sunday mornings as they were prepping mm -hmm. just to very quickly kind of say, mm -hmm. Hey, is there anything that you need? Do you have everything that you need today? And then also just once again, kind of say, and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for volunteering. Thank you so much for helping out or, or, or thank mm -hmm. you for whatever. Um, it was just that way of me making sure, because even if it was a Sunday where I had worked out for somebody to be on the hall for me mm -hmm. so that I could go into service, um, I still might miss just the first few minutes or something just so that I could just go by and, and be able to physically you know, make connections mm -hmm. with the people who are volunteering mm -hmm. so that they had the opportunity, you know, just to let me know if there was a problem or something that they needed, but also just mm -hmm. that opportunity for me to personally thank them. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't take very long. And even if you do have a very large ministry, if you just sort of metered out when you did it, like each week, you just did certain pauls so that, you know, you, you know, that you hit them once a month, but if mm -hmm. you just at least get to see, you know, the volunteers, on a regular basis, however often that can yeah. be, I think just that eye to eye, thank you, yes. is, is yes. such a big deal. And so yes. I think that that can be so helpful. 
And I think too, as much as we can <clears throat> personalizing our thank yous and like mm-hmm. recognizing positive things or, or things that we appreciate in particular about these volunteers, you know, mm-hmm. thank you, Miss Susie. I can tell that you really love and have such a tender heart for our babies. You know, yeah. thank you, Miss Jill and Mr. John, um, you just put so much effort and so much time in preparing these great games and activities for our oh, kids. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for working so hard. And so, mm-hmm. so just being, you know, intentional, mm-hmm. um, and, and strategic. I don't know if strategic is the right word, but being well, intentional in is. our thanks. Yeah. And, and, you know, just. Because we, we've talked yeah. about that a lot when we've talked about reta- retaining volunteers mm-hmm. and, and retaining people in the ministry. Mm-hmm. And I really do think that sometimes we can become so accustomed to people who serve mm-hmm. that they just become this fixture that you're just very used to mm-hmm. seeing. And so right. we tend to just be very, very casual with them and mm-hmm. tend to not really think very much about what they're giving to be there because they're yeah. always there. And yeah. I think that burnout comes very quickly when people don't feel like they're being seen right. and when they don't feel like they're valued. Mm-hmm. And so, but again, it's one of those things that's so hard to keep up because we get so busy and we mm-hmm. get so singularly focused mm-hmm. on certain things that we're working on that sometimes we forget to work on those relationships and to build those relationships. And part of that is, you know, taking that time to really let people know that they're being seen. Mm-hmm. And it, it also really gives you a lot of insight into how well someone is doing. Are they getting burned out? Yeah. Do they feel like they're getting frustrated? Are they working in the same way that they have before? Do you, you know, or do you see problems? It gives you that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that if we only talk to people when there are negatives, Mm-hmm. Like if you're only just filling them in for things you need, or you're only letting right. them know when there's a problem, then they right. do get overstressed. And I never right. wanted somebody to say, um, even when, when I was principal at a school, I, I felt the same way. I didn't want somebody to say, oh no, why are you in my classroom? Mm-hmm. I tried yep. to, to make a, a weekly presence, even if I just was coming by to say hi and see what they were yeah. doing and not really have an agenda so that mm-hmm. when they saw me at the door, it wasn't that, oh, no, Mrs. Davidson is here. Like, what's, mm-hmm. what's going on? And I, I kind of felt that same way as children's minister was that I didn't want people to dread seeing me coming. I didn't want mm-hmm. my presence to always be, oh, she's going to ask me to do something or she needs me to fill in mm-hmm. or she needs me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted sometimes that presence to just be an encouragement or, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted them, you know, to know that I appreciated them. And so I think we do have to be strategic in that mm-hmm. because it doesn't come naturally. You think it does, but it doesn't <laughs> um, because naturally what comes is what you're working on. Oh, right. I need to do this. I need to get yes. here. I need to do that. That's what's natural. Mm-hmm. Um being strategic is to remind yourself to slow down and be in that moment. And like we were talking about when we're talking about being in the moment by with greeting the kids or by praying with them, but also being in that moment when you're thanking them for being there or, yeah. So I think that's important. And so this um, next small thing um, was born out of just a personal experience of mine Um, at a time in a season when I was not in vocational ministry, I was serving as a volunteer um, at a very large church. And um, part of what we would do is we would come together for a large group worship time. Mm -hmm. And I I came in mid-year 
Um, and so, but I noticed though, after several weeks of like serving in this ministry, that the leaders of the large group time never, ever introduced themselves. Even I, as an adult, I had no idea what their names were. (laughs) And so that just always stuck with me that I served in this ministry for, you know, months not knowing who these people's names were because we would go, we would go for the large group time, then we'd go back to our individual small rooms. And so that's one of the things, anytime I teach a large group lesson, anytime I do our we worship, um, I always say my name or ask the kids, I'm like, what's my name? And they'll be like, Miss Virginia. And so I always try to be intentional to do that, bearing in mind that there are new kids that, mm-hmm. you know, even if you introduced yourself a time or two at the start of the year, how many new kids do you pick up throughout the year who, if you don't reintroduce yourself, they're not going to know who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I always try to introduce myself and say my name every time I teach, particularly in a large group setting where there's, you know, dozens of children and I, you know, maybe don't know all of them and don't know if they all know me. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, and that's, that's it. We, we tend to get very comfortable with the groups Mm -hmm. that we have each week and we kind of forget that we have visitors or we have people who have never been before, especially if you have these large groups that you're working with. And so making sure that they are, you know, that they know your name, just, just Mm -hmm. calling yourself by name, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. is just a really important thing for them. So I think what do we always say? Repetition is key. Like repetition Mm -hmm. is how kids learn. And so when you say things over and over again, like your name, like explaining Mm -hmm. what the Bible is, explaining Mm -hmm. who God is, Mm -hmm. talking about Jesus, when you repeat those things. Talking about our classroom expectations every week. Yes. Those are things that a lot of times people will say, well, I, I, I think the kids get tired of hearing that and they don't listen. And I said, I really feel like that kids thrive on repetition and mm-hmm. they like what's comfortable and what they know is coming. Mm-hmm. And it's different than showing the same video every week or something. Right. This is, this right. Is engaging <laughs> personally with them. And you find like right. you did, like you said, sometimes you ask them, sometimes you tell them you have mm-hmm. different ways that we do it, but it's that mm-hmm. idea of getting your name across each week. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. a big difference. And so for me too, that was one of the things that I was thinking of is not just introducing ourselves but also learning all of our kids' mm-hmm. names and the mm-hmm. leaders' names so that we're calling yes. them by name yes. makes a big difference. And I learned this really early because my inclination, I, I tend to use terms of endearment a lot. Just mm-hmm. that's just what I do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I might call you, oh, honey, or sweetie, or, you know, like that's just <laughs> like in my head, there's just some, it's, I don't know. Southern thing. I don't know. Phrase. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you know where. And and it's so funny because kids will be really quick. Like if I would say, you know, to a, a like an elementary student, I would say, "Oh, honey, come stand over here." A lot of times they would just stop in their tracks and look at me and say, "Miss Valerie, you don't know my name." Mm. And I would say, Virginia, of course I know your name. I'm sorry. Sometimes <laughs> I call people honey, or I say sweetie, and so. It just reminded me really early Mm -hmm. to try not to do that, Mm -hmm. to really try to retrain whatever that is in my brain that wants to use just a general term of endearment Mm -hmm. to to really call someone by their name because our names Mm -hmm. are so very special. Mm -hmm. And when someone knows your name, 
then that means that they see you mm-hmm. and they recognize you and they know you. I mean, I think we've all had it happen before. Like there was, there was a minister that I knew for years. I had known him <clears throat> for most of my life and he was, was in a very large church. He was kind of one of those big deal pastors <laughs> and we would cross paths a lot at conferences mm-hmm. and events and at churches. And it was just, I always had that sense of when he would see me, he would recognize my face and know that he knew me from somewhere, mm-hmm. but he didn't really know my name, <laughs> but he wanted to pretend like uh, he knew my name. Hey, friend. So, you know, he was, hey, yeah, that's exactly what he was like, friend, it's so good to see you. Or, or, you know, like those kinds of things. Uh-huh. And I just so knew that he mm-hmm. could not, if he had to introduce me, he mm-hmm. could not say my name to s- mm-hmm. save his life. But yep. so it's that sense of like, I knew he wanted me to think that I was important, mm-hmm. you know, but I I didn't really have that feel of that connection right. of like, okay, right. he doesn't, he doesn't really know me. And I don't expect, I'm not right. saying that I expect everyone to remember me every time they see me because it's really hard. I struggle with names. I really do. Yeah. So I totally understand you know, two or three times in meeting somebody, it might be hard to remember names, but I really do think taking that extra time for me, really mm-hmm. trying to work on it so that I learn people's names mm-hmm. uh, is, is a show of respect for me. And mm-hmm. so I just really work hard to try to remember to call kids, not mm-hmm. by those little, you know, phrases that we use so often, but to really try to, to remember and learn their names. Yeah. Well, and like one kind of hack um, that I use. So we, in our church database software, we have a a place to put a picture of each individual. Mm -hmm. And so once a year, maybe once every other year, we will do big pushes within the church to get everyone, not, well, we can't get everyone, but to try to get more people to have photos and updated photos in the database. So that's always so nice to be able to put a face with a name. I also will just unapologetically like Facebook stalk people. Um, if I'm trying to figure out who they are or right. if I know them or how I know them, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, there's, you know, just trying to figure all that stuff out. So go find them on Facebook. Okay. Who are mutual friends? Okay. Okay. So I see that you are actually this person's cousin. And so, right. da, 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 da. um, and so trying to, you know, have those little hacks either with the church database, mm-hmm. with social media, of helping to put names with faces. The right. funny thing is, though, is that with doing that, sometimes people, their name on Facebook isn't actually the name that they go by. Right. That's so then I do careful. have to remember in my head, I'm like, okay, so I know your name on Facebook is Jennifer, but you really go by Jen. So I've got to like <laughs> make remember, sure to remember like, that. Like, yes. Like, yes. Oh. <laughs> well, and there's so many ways. One of my very first in services when I was a teacher, they had somebody come in that was a memory expert. And it was just, it was for one of our in-service weeks. And so they had a bunch of different people come. And I was fascinated because there were, were about 60 teachers. We were in a room and as we came in the door, he stood by the door and he had us introduce ourselves, just give him our names as we walked in. And then after everybody came in and got seated, he stood up front and he went around the room and he called us all by name. Wow. And that's impressive. It was very impressive. And then he explained how he did it. Uh-huh. Like, and uh-huh. he talked about like he had all of these little things that he did in his mind mm-hmm. to help you to help remember. Like he would pick out features or colors mm-hmm. or you know mm-hmm. different things. And of course that helped in the moment. 
Right. It's not always going to help necessarily because I might not always be wearing blue or, you know, like, but the idea was that, you know, our brains work as little Mm -hmm. file cabinets, like, Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how you can remember things better Mm -hmm. if you can have these little files that you keep Mm -hmm. so that you associate things with people. Mm -hmm. And so I found over the years, although it doesn't help a hundred percent of the time, like I mentioned, I struggle with names and numbers. And so for me, trying to create these little files and trying mm-hmm. to find something that makes me associate a person's name with something so that I can help remember it better just it tends to work for me some, <laughs> not always. And there's often that I have to just say, I'm so sorry, I'm terrible with names. Can you tell me your name yeah. one more time? And then, you know, really yeah. try to repeat it. You yeah. know, if you repeat it several times in those first few minutes after you hear it, that helps. And so all those little kinds of things that I have to do, but I have to make a concerted effort to do it. Yes. And yes. So, but I feel like it's important because Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like when you pronounce a person's name correctly, when you call them by name correctly, it means something to them. Yes. Yes. And so, especially the children. Mm -hmm. And like I said, they'll be the first to call you out if you, you know, if you don't do it correctly. And so I, I think it, it, that it means something. And so Mm -hmm. I know that. All of these things are not necessarily all in the same category or exactly the same, you know, when you're talking about greeting kids at their eye level and sending birthday cards, um, praying with volunteers and their families, you know, when they have a request, um, personally thanking volunteers and checking in on their classrooms, you know, sharing your name in large group and, and then learning the kids' names. I know they all of those topics didn't necessarily have a lot in common seemingly (laughs) when we came up with them because we were really just trying to think of five simple things that really do make a big impact. And that was what our thoughts were. But I do kind of find as we've talked through them now and I'm looking at them, I'm just noticing how relationship based Mm. these five small things are. And I think that that is the key. I think Mm -hmm. we can be really great at programming We can be really great at choosing curriculum. We can be really great at preparing and having a supply room and all the things. But I think that so often what falls in the cracks, the things that we forget sometimes are those little things that we do to build relationships with our kids Mm -hmm. and with our families Mm -hmm. and building relationships is so important in ministry, but it's something that can so easily be forgotten. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we have to have, just like what you're saying, we have to have all these organizational and administrative things, but ultimately, I mean, ministry is about people. Right. Ministry, we are ministering to people. We are not administering a program or a, a you know, course of events. I mean, right. we are ministering to individuals. And mm-hmm. so, so you're right. It's easy. It's easy to miss the forest for the trees <laughs> and get so, so um, busy in all the details that we have to, that we do have to manage and oversee and be responsible for. We do. Um, but even in the midst of all that, being um, attentive to the opportunities, often these little opportunities that God gives us throughout our ministry times to reach people and to minister to them and to make just little impacts in their life that build up over time into, mm-hmm. just like what you're saying, a meaningful relationship um, and, and meaningful investment in their lives. Yeah. I think it's it's really finding those moments to be present, those mm-hmm. moments where you allow yourself to really be 
not thinking about what you need to be doing or what needs to be done, because it's just, for me, it's so easy to be so overwhelmed with that big picture. So overwhelmed with all of the detail that I don't take time to take a breath and really appreciate the moment. And I think that's one of the things that I've been learning during this season is just the importance of those moments and being present for them and letting some of the other things just kind of, kind of it'll be there the it'll be yeah, there it'll the, be the there. messes mm-hmm. to clean up are are, mm-hmm. are going to be there it's mm-hmm. one of the things I know it's one of the things I, I've said to my mother a hundred times over the years because we have uh like our our family get-togethers for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and for Christmas and Easter are always here at our house and my mother tends to be very focused on keeping things orderly and making sure things are done a certain way and since we've been having these events at 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 my house, she gets very frustrated with me because I don't immediately start doing dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will leave them in the sink and, you know, I'll move everything off the table mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I want to, because I want to sit and talk to people because right. I, I don't, right. even though we live in the same town, I don't get to see my family that often. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk and spend time with them mm-hmm. while they're there. And she's always like, you got to, you need to get to the kid, you know, you got to do this. And I'm like, you know what? I can clean after everybody leaves, you know, those dishes are not going anywhere and it's not going to make any difference. You know, they, I can, I can, I don't mind standing and cleaning for an hour after everybody's gone. I want to take that time, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's been me trying to explain to her that, you know, that, that the cleaning can wait until later, like this is what's important. And so I think it's the same way with our ministry, you know, some things Mm -hmm. that we're doing can, can wait for a minute you know, it's, it's okay to stop and say hello to somebody. It's okay to make that connection. It's okay to pray. It's okay to, you know, I mean, sometimes there's emergencies and we do have to go. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen sometimes, but not everything's an emergency, not everything, not, not everything is, there are some things that are, are more important than urgent, Mm -hmm. you know, so we have to, Mm -hmm. to not miss the importance because we're so focused on the urgent. Amen. And so hopefully that, that is a word that someone needed to hear today, you know, let the dishes sit enjoy Amen. the people when we have the opportunity to enjoy the people um, because it, it goes by really quick. It really does. <laughs> so, well, we hope that some of these things have been helpful reminders for you or something maybe that you haven't thought about in a while that will mm. just help you to be able to connect with your kids and with your families just a little bit more, because that's what we're wanting to do is to help meet you where you are and help find more ways that you can minister to your kids and to your families. And, We just appreciate that you've taken time this week to um, spend with us. And we ask that you would like and subscribe. And we would ask also that you would let us know if you have things that you would like to hear us talk about, because we are always looking for more topics that are going to be useful to you. We want you to be able to walk away with something helpful. And so we would love to hear that from you. Um, Make sure that you check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and um, Podbean. We're on YouTube on Instagram and on Pinterest. And so you can find us in all the places, Um, but we would love to hear from you. And we just hope that you have a wonderful week and we will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.